beautiful souls and welcome to the Find Your Feminine podcast with your host Carly Jade, where we discuss all things harnessing your menstrual cycle, trusting your intuition and letting go of limiting beliefs. I am a rapid transformational therapy practitioner helping women just like you all over the world find themselves, uncover their soul's purpose and live an abundant life fully in feminine flow. I am so happy that you've shown up today and without further ado ladies let's jump straight into today's episode. souls and today's topic I'm so excited about. It is all about harnessing your cycle for productivity and it does not matter if you are a mother, a stay-at-home mom or you work in corporate or you run your own business or I don't know, anything. It doesn't matter. It just matters if you are a female um, and sometimes it doesn't even matter if, in your, if you're in your reproductive years, if you're in menopause or maybe you've just had a baby and you're not menstruating at the moment, this all applies to you and it's a really beautiful method. So I guess really quickly, learning my natural ebbs and flows of having a menstrual cycle and when are my peak days and when are my lower days and learning more about that, I love myself more and I get more done and I'm more productive and just, for example, podcasting. So we'll get into it in a second, but like I record all of my podcasts in my follicular and ovulatory phase because once I get in my luteal, my luteal and my menstrual phase, there is no way I'm going to talk into a microphone sometimes, but most of the times not. So I really yeah, learn more about this method and how it can better suit me and benefit me and how I can work less and get more done. And like, who doesn't want that? But before I dive in, I just wanted to quickly just touch on, I guess, the differences of a male and a female. And it's no surprise that the the world today is based on a male's um, circadian rhythm. So we have, if you are in your reproductive years, meaning you have a menstrual cycle, you are on an infradian rhythm, which is about a 28-day cycle. Depending on how long your cycle is, like it's perfectly normal to have a tw- between 28 to 34, 35-day cycle. Everyone is different, but men have a 24-hour cycle, meaning that the moment they go to bed, actually, let's just like play out a man's day, shall we? Because it's very different. So basically, we feel all the same feelings, eps and flows as a man, but they feel all the feelings in 24 hours and we feel it over 28 days. So you tell me who the real winner is. Sometimes I love having a menstrual cycle, but it would be really cool just to wake up the same person every day sometimes not saying all the time. Sometimes I do love being a woman. So men, basically, uh, as soon as they wake up, all their hormones are restored. The testosterone is boosting. That's generally why they wake up with like a little boner. Um, It's just because everything's pumping and everything's restored overnight for them. So they wake up and that's when they can generally get away with doing like a really intense, high intensity workout. 
And then they have like a busy morning, like as I mean, like they go to the gym and then they get ready for work and then they go into work and then they have quite a busy schedule. Um, Then in the afternoons, they generally have more of like their social times, um, happy hours and catching up with people. And that's when they get all their social energy out. And then you find the men come home at night. Um, I'm just talking about like the generic corporate male and then they're slobbed on the couch um chilling out and they just want their own space and then they go to bed and do it again so and that is what women we have to stick to this bloody circadian rhythm when we have an infradian rhythm and sometimes it just doesn't make sense because we're trying to fit ourselves in this box that was created for us that we cannot fit into i just think of like those toys when you're a child and it's like the box with all the shapes And if you're trying to put a square in a star shape, it's not going to work. And I just thought that was really similar to how I felt trying to go to networking events on my menstrual cycle. I was like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like, (laughs) I hated it. Um, But men can do that because they're the same person every day. But we just have to really acknowledge and use this 28 day cycle, this menstrual cycle, all the seasons to our benefit. And they are a benefit. They help us. They make us the people that we are today. And when we can harness it, we can do more with less time. And I'll get into that in a second. But before I started, I just wanted to touch on, I guess, the seasons and what they are, the four seasons or the four cycles that we go through, uh, what their main criteria of doing is. And then we're going to like delve straight in. I'm so excited for today's episode. It's something that I use in my business every single day. I wish I knew about it in corporate, but I didn't. But even then, when I was in corporate, I probably wouldn't have, you don't always have the opportunity to really follow these things. I guess you can. Um, so for instance, if I knew about this in corporate, uh, and I had a menstrual cycle, oh, sorry, I had, I was on my period and I, maybe if I had a networking event that night, um, I guess I would be more stricter of allowing more self-care that day, sleeping and maybe not going to the gym that day, going to bed early the night before. And then I guess really watching what I'm doing, what I'm eating during that day, just so I've got enough energy to have, for that networking event at night because I used to be in sales so like that was my life and sometimes I loved it but sometimes I hated it and it didn't make sense to me but then I learned all about this and I was like huh well if only someone told me this earlier (laughs) Alrighty, so the first day of your period is day one and this is when we enter our winter stage otherwise known as menstrual cycle so we go inwards um but for today's how I'm going to structure today, I'm actually going to start in spring and end in winter. So spring is just after your period has left, just because how I want to really visualize it in your own mind. It's sort of like we're coming out, 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 and then we go back in. So spring is like when we're we're coming out, we're, um, we're opening up as opposed to winter where we're sort of like hibernating inward. So Yes, day one is uh, this first of your first day of your period when all the blood starts. But for today, I'm going to start in spring just so you guys can have a better understanding of like how the cycle runs. 
So we have the first phase, our follicular phase, which is uh, starts on your last day of your period and it lasts probably until seven to ten days until you ovulate. And this stage is all about beginning, new beginnings, creativity, planning, structure, and it's preparing. Then we move into our ovulatory phase, which lasts for about three to four days. And it's all about communication and collaboration. And it's all about people. And this is a time when we really open up. And then we go into our luteal phase, which is about 10 to 14 days. This I'll explain when we get into it. This can be split into half. So about six days either side. The first six days are usually all about hustle. Uh, getting shit done, completing, nurturing, tending to work. And it's just literally about working. And then when we get a little bit closer to our menstrual phase, we can start to switch off a little bit and things get a bit frustrated. If you do suffer from PMS symptoms, this is when it can arise in those last six days before you get into your menstrual phase. And then we get into our menstrual phase, which is about three to seven days, depending on your period length. And it's all about evaluation, analysis, intuition. And this is time when we rest. First off, as I said, we're going to start in our follicular phase, also known as our spring. In Australia, we are in spring right now and it is the most beautiful time. It's when the leaves start blooming and the weather starts warming up and uh, everyone's happier because where I'm from in Brisbane, it's been really cold lately and we're all hot bodies and it's just not fun. So I love spring. I'm sure a lot of other people love spring as well. And this is a really good stage for our menstrual cycle as well. So I'm going to use like an example just to keep it consistent throughout the four stages to give you more of a visual idea. So if we are thinking about, say if we worked in marketing and we were like a marketing manager and our our boss came to us and said, I want you to create a campaign uh, and I'm going to give you a month. And the first half of the, the campaign, you're going to be creating it. You're going to be starting the project and really, I guess, just researching new ideas and seeking out new clients and risk-taking, this is the time to do it. This is the initiation part of that project. And there's so many ways that we can do it. It's not necessarily always being about productive with your work life. This also comes into your love life. This um, I might do another episode on that later with your relationship, how you can use your relationship through the four phases. There's so many things you can do with your menstrual cycle. But for today, we'll focus on more on the work side just to give you a little bit more structure. So spring, your follicular phase is all about creativity. So start those new projects, brainstorm with co-workers, tackle those challenging mental tasks. If you've got an overflowing list of things to do that maybe you pause during your menstrual cycle, and if you did, props to you because you're going to be able to do them so much better when you step into follicular phase if you allow that time during your menstrual phase to relax. So yeah, starting new ideas, making big decisions and dreaming big. This is a time where if you want to do like a mood board or you want to structure your month it's like that feeling of like when you get into 20 or sorry the end of like December and you're like starting all your new resolutions and what you want to achieve for the next year it's pretty much like that but we get to do it 12 times a year and it just helps us keep us on track which is an amazing amazing thing 
And also our concentration and memory recall is like on point during this time. And if you are studying, this is a really good time to, I guess, take advantage of that. And if you've got any difficult conversations that maybe require a bit of a detached approach, like customer complaints, do them now. And again, when you're in sales, you have to deal with it straight away. But if you're in your follicular phase and you know that, and there's something that comes through, just know that you have everything in your power to nail it. And this is, yeah, making actions for the month ahead and just really formalizing long-term plans and goals. For me, this is a time where I, I, I choose uh, intention for the month. Last month was my feminine flow intention and what I what I did during that phase is uh, probably should have named it something different but I just went to a lot of women events. I went through like a lot of sister circles, I went to like this Shakti energy healing event which was beautiful and I just like I had to scream as loud as I could for like 15 minutes, it was really cool. <laughs> and then I went to another two-day seminar, like there was heaps of events that I went to. And then I also stopped watching Netflix every evening for that month. And I just really got into my own power and I sat with myself a lot more and that was beautiful. But my intention this month, because I've just stepped into my follicular phase today, I am all about the masculine. And it sounds weird because I have a feminine podcast, but we need both. It's just, I was too much in my masculine and in aspects of myself, I always have been, but for me, I lack structure a lot. So I'm quite a flowy person. Like I'll wake up and be like, oh, I feel like doing this today, or maybe I'll feel a film or podcast. I'm productive. Like I, I get stuff done, but I don't really have anything planned out. Like for instance, my Instagram posts, I just post them as I feel like them. I should, I don't need to have a structure, but like, that's just what works well for me. But one of my friends, she's very, very much in her masculine and she taught me a heck of a lot. And I was like, oh, I need some of that. So that's my intention for this month. And I always set a new intention when it comes to my follicular phase and just map out what I'm going to achieve that month and what are my goals and just putting a little bit more structure in that way. This is also one of the two phases that we are outward focused. So with the follicular phase and the ovulatory phase, we are way more focused on the outside world. And then the, the luteal and the menstrual phase, we are way more focused on the inside world. And the benefit, there's benefits to both sides, but the benefit to the follicular and the ovulatory phase of being outside Things don't really annoy us as much. Um, we can glide over a lot of stuff. Um, we're sort of like looking at life with a rose-colored lens. And it can be beautiful. It's beautiful. But there's sometimes, like if you need to make it an important decision sometimes, it'll be way more focused in your head as opposed to like your heart, what actually matters. So just keep in mind when if you do have like a really important decision to make. I do. It just depends on what's, what's right for you and... What works for you because I know sometimes we can feel different things with different cycles but all it is is just staying in tune and just really asking yourself like what do I need at this stage or what do I feel like doing or why does that trigger me and just looking which phase you're cycling because I guarantee you if you track it for about three months you'll see that it always happens on those particular days because we're all unique and we all have our own um, cycles and 
rhythms inside of ourselves. We're not special. Well, we are special, but we all have our own unique ways. And it's just taking the time to be still and just really recognizing what that is for you. And then we move on to the ovulatory phase. My favorite phase of the whole cycle for a lot of reasons, mainly vain reasons because my skin just gets like really glowy and glossy and dewy like it just looks beautiful and way more confident Um, and actually you can actually appear more attractive to the other sex race because your uh your features look more symmetrical which is super funny like you can't see it in the naked eye obviously but we just look more attractive because obviously our body just wants us to mate (laughs) for the whole ovulatory phase because biology like it just wants us to recreate so yeah really harness that but this phase work-wise productivity-wise is all about communication and as I said before very outward focused but this is especially outward focused we are really we love talking the way that we talk during ovulatory phase is amazing compared to our other phases if you are planning any keynote speaking or if you've got a presentation at uni or work or you have to do or maybe if you have some new dates coming up or if you've got like a a date you met on tinder like if you know you're going to be in your ovulatory phase soon book it for then because you're just going to be way better you're amazing anyway but definitely during your ovulatory phase just really harness that work-wise yeah asking for a raise and a promotion like during this time, you were just oozing confidence. It's beautiful. And this is a really good time to, yeah, write blogs or do your marketing and post on social media. That's why I said before, like all my podcasts are generally recorded during my follicular and ovulatory phase because I'm just way more happier and it's just normal. Like I, I know that I'm not going to hide away from that and networking events. So if you have the option to choose when and where to go to these networking events or social events or host a dinner party or do something a little bit more out of your comfort zone that it involves another person, do it now. Do it during this phase and like opt for face-to-face meetings instead of Zoom. I know like it's a bit hard during COVID, but if you can do that, you're just going to be way more fulfilled. And really looking at the goals that you set in your follicular phase, looking at who who do you know that can help you achieve those goals and really looking at your connection that connections that exist between them and also if there's someone that you want to persuade (laughs) to people that help you as in like if there's a win-win solution again do it during this time I cannot speak how much I love this phase and it's so unfortunate that it only lasts for like I don't know like four days four to six days like how sad I want that to be the whole month but we just have to take what we get and really make sure we make the most of it when it does come. And again, just remembering that not everyone ovulates. Uh, sometimes you can have an, an ovulatory cycle, which means you still shed your lining in your your period, still does come in time, but an egg wasn't released. And that's perfectly normal. And like last month, I had two eggs released. So I had an egg release on the 14th, and then I had an egg release on the 7th, 
sorry, the 14th day and the 17th day, I ovulated twice. But before that, like a year before that, I wasn't ovulating at all. And it just goes to show like this, the the hormones that are released when you ovulate are beautiful. You have like progesterone, which is your sort of like your nesting hormone, like your pregnancy hormone, but it it's so required because there's so many diseases. I, mean, I don't want to scare you, but like this, so it just benefits your body because your body is meant to work a certain way. So when it's not being released, it can have a long-term effect. And that's why you can see long-term effects with like a hormonal birth controls because they suppress ovulation. That's generally their number one rule is to suppress ovulation. And then the second, my favorite, favorite hormone um, most of the time, testosterone. So our testosterone is released also during our ovulatory phase and that is all to do with our libido and sex drive. So yeah, definitely. Obviously, I think... I keep saying this, I'm going to do a second episode all about relationships and harnessing your cycle for your relationship and sex and things like that. So that might come up in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, that is your summer phase, your ovulatory phase. And if you think about summer, if you are in Australia, it's like hot and breezy and you're like tan, you're a goddess and like you just feel so good in your skin. You can wear those short skirts and like bikini top and walk around the beach and just like feel on fire that is what this phase is all about and that's why it's called summer so yeah just harness it it's my favorite time and just notice that sometimes don't really I don't like to rely I know people have a lot of apps that like tell them when they're ovulating but the app doesn't know and sometimes like you can ovulate twice just really look at your cervical fluid or your basal body temperature because that's going to be the most accurate way to know when you are ovulating really funny story when I was buying my basal body temperature thermometer at the chemist warehouse I walked up and I was just purchasing purchasing and there was this young guy behind the counter he's probably like my age and he looked at me he's like good luck and I said good luck with what he's like oh with your pregnancy test I hope I hope you get the result that you want and I looked at him and I was like it's a thermometer oh my god He was distraught. So it's safe to say he probably hasn't made that comment again, but who even comments that even if it was a pregnancy test? Anyway, but yeah, those are the two methods that I do and just they're the easiest method and they're just a daily practice that I'm so used to now with anything. You just make the unfamiliar familiar and then you can yeah really harness it that time. And then we step into our autumn, otherwise known as our luteal phase. And this is all about admin tasks. So it's all about working. So for me, when I started really, I guess, not acknowledging this time, I noticed that my energy shifts between about midway. So the first half of the luteal phase, about six, seven to eight days in, I am like hustle mode. I like, I feel like I look at my to-do list and I sneeze and it's done. Like it's really easy for me to do things during this time and I just feel way more confident and like things, but I am inward focused. So in saying that, like things don't distract me as much, I'm just about completing tasks and like doing all the deep work and, but then when I step into like the closer territory to my menstrual phase, I can it's actually really funny. I thought I had like no PMS and then I think I had it, but it's just because Matt wasn't here that he wasn't triggering it, if that makes sense. 
Because when he was here for my last luteal phase, I was a savage. I was crazy. Not that bad, to be honest. I've been worse. But I, yeah, I think at this time, because things can really annoy us more often and we've got less patience. So that can be a bit hard sometimes, but it really helps when I just acknowledge myself to slow down because what I do is I grip on to that ovulatory in the first half of the teal phase. I grip onto it and sometimes I'm not ready to rest. And I think for a lot of us, because we're in this Western world, it can feel really hard to rest sometimes because it's it's seen as like not being productive that you are a bad person or you're a failure, which is makes no sense. I mean, ask me a year ago, I would have said it made total sense, but now that makes no sense because how are we meant to work if we're tired? Like it just, yeah. So once... Sometimes I find that I'm gripping onto those really good months, uh, phases, so like my more outward focus phases too much, that when I switch into my later autumn phase, I can get upset or frustrated or impatient because I haven't let go yet. That's a big lesson that I'm still still learning to this day. Um, I'll get there, but Yeah, so just be really observant when you are switching into your luteal phase and just see like what thoughts come up, what things are arising. But more importantly, like this is a time that we can work. So handling administration tasks are way easier during this time. And because we've just had uh, progesterone released with ovulation and what that is, is it's we have a little nickname for it it's called like the nesting hormone or the pregnancy hormone because all you want to do then is like finish all your tasks so when you are conceiving or if you have conceived you can start to slow down and that's the same with like the trimesters with pregnancy that's why there's four trimesters and same with your your phases as having menstrual cycles so this hormone that is released it like it makes us look everywhere and things maybe a mark on the wall maybe you've left it there or forgotten about it during your follicular and ovulatory phase but when you step into your luteal phase that spot on that wall is so damn annoying that you just want to scrub it off and you won't do anything until it's gone and it's just because we're finishing up loose tasks we're getting shit done so we can relax and it's the same with having a baby you want to get all of it's sort of like the nesting hormone is what I'm getting at here I don't want to spend too, too much time on it but we are just we want to organize we want to clean out that pantry we want to clean the car we want to organize our laundry cupboard we want to organize our computer like it's very normal we're like reviewing documents and contracts and financial reports and just wrapping up on the projects I think I went on a tangent I haven't really come back to it so just coming back to like if we're doing like a marketing project the first follicular phase we are initiating the project, creating the project, really getting the vision of what we're doing. Then we're getting to the ovulatory f- phase. And then when we're in the ovulatory phase, we're going outward, speaking to people. What do you think? Do you like, do you like this phase? Uh, do you like this project? Or what's your input in getting other people's ideas? Mainly probably from our colleagues, if this would, if we're sticking to like this marketing idea. And then in the luteal phase, we're completing the work. We're doing it everything. So that just, I guess, helps you visualize if you were doing something, the whole total picture. This is also personally a really good time to clear out any emotional baggage, any old attitudes that you want to release. And 
That's this before you need to take a break. You're getting you're gonna get tired by the end of the luteal phase, but if you haven't taken a break, you are gonna pay for it that following month. And trust me, I've paid for it before and it's not fun. So just relax and don't feel guilty that you need more rest during this time. Sometimes I need at least 10 hours sleep a night. I know if there's a mother listening, she'll be rolling eyes at me. Yeah, don't feel guilty to call and ask for for help and support. And this is where our concentration for multitasking is outside the window. You can only really do like one task at a time here. So leave the socializing and the networking and the dinner party hosting for your spring and summer phase. If a friend wants to see you, like if when my friends wants to, wants, want to see me when I'm just about to get my period, I just tell them like, I don't really want to have wine. Maybe we can have a movie night and have a dinner at home. Like, and quite often they'll be more than happy to cook me dinner. Like it, you don't have to put off things. I'm just saying, just be more open with your friends and family and your partner of how you're feeling because they love you and they just want to help you, but they can't help you if you don't tell them. So really just don't feel guilty for that. You are a human. You are a woman. We all get periods. It's completely normal. And chances are, if you've got like a, I, I know a woman I know, she and her friend, they both have uh, young kids. And when they're on their periods, I think they both get their periods at different times. One mum will come and pick up the kids and take them to school so that mum gets a little bit of a sleep in or that uh, the mum will pick up the kid in the afternoon so the mum has a little bit more quiet time in the afternoon for herself and vice versa when the other one gets her period. I think that was so beautiful because we just need to support each other. We can't do everything by ourselves. We we can't ever. We need help. (laughs) And it's about time that we start asking for it and not feeling guilty. So recapping autumn phase, your luteal phase is all about tasks, um, all about completing all your work and wrapping things up and reviewing things and organizing. And then finally, we have our menstrual phase, otherwise known as our winter. This is a time where literally it's actually been studied. We as women are pretty much in like this subconscious meditative state like the whole time. And this is a really good stage where your intuition is really heightened, making it a perfect time to really evaluate the last month, maybe the choices you've made, maybe not even the last month, maybe even further than that. And just reviewing, I guess, the goals that you set for that month, uh, what went well, what didn't work so well? Is your career going in the right direction that you want it to? To analyze projects and data and just to really listen to gut instincts. If there was a decision that you had to make that you haven't made then, go with your gut. Don't go with your head. I mean, you should never go with your head anyway, but just how does that decision make you feel in your body? And just really speaking to that. And this is where our energy is quite depleted our body is literally shedding its lighting inside of us. So it's no surprise that we're going to get more tired. So we need to take at least a couple of days off. If if you have that flexibility to jot in two days of doing nothing, do that. I know for myself in my calendar, I always block out the first two days of my period just to allow myself some time and just some me time and not feel guilty for it. And that has helped me immensely so much. But before I would just feel really guilty and keep hustling. And then I would just, yeah, that's when burnout 
came about. So if you do have the flexibility to do that, please do. If not, uh, sometimes just increasing your self-care or maybe not watching Netflix at night and going straight to bed and maybe asking your partner or your friend or your family member to cook you dinner or even just getting like a nice takeout meal can also be a form of self-care. Obviously, don't do it every night, but sometimes you just need to ask yourself, all the time we need to ask ourselves, what do we need in this current state? And this is a time where our ego goes to rest a little bit, which is really good because sometimes it can get overwhelming when it's always there, but it quietens down now. So as I said before, you're more living your subconscious state during this time. It's like more natural to you. And because of that, you have this beautiful ability just to go with the flow and just to yeah, to see where life takes you. Same with the luteal phase or just avoid social interactions if you can and delegate jobs where possible. So honor yourself. Whatever that means for you, I want you to really understand, like just really ask yourself questions and just see what resting means for you. And it's going to look different for everyone. And sometimes different months for me look different. So one month it was raining on my menstrual cycle and it was so cold outside. So I stayed in bed. Like that's perfectly fine. But like this last one, I didn't really feel like staying in bed. I felt like still being productive. There's so much energy going in on and around me at the moment. I can't really sit still. And I decided to paint and I think that was still soothing the fact that I didn't have to sit in front of a laptop and work all day or do any um, RTT sessions it was still my time but I didn't have to I wasn't using my brain but I was just doing something and it's going to look different for everyone and even for me as I said it's different every month generally of what I feel like doing but it's just asking the right questions and yeah, really ramping up your self-care rituals. So for me, I love doing magnesium baths during this time or even better go and get a float. Actually, I don't think you're allowed to get a float done. <laughs> Sorry. But magnesium baths at home are really beautiful because your body is getting a lot of key, rid of a lot of key minerals and um, vitamins inside of your body. So you want to make sure you're replenishing them, not only in like baths, but in the food that you're eating as well. And just making sure that you're really hydrated during this time. This is a time when if you haven't taken care of yourself that whole month, you need to stop and to take care of yourself now because it will it will reward you tenfold if you do. And I can't stress that highly enough. You just really need to rest. And very similar how the man needs to rest in the evening and just like sort of debrief and just lie there and watch TV. That's their menstrual phase. <laughs> and this is ours is just brought out between like five days worth and theirs is probably just the night so yeah just really honoring that that's the biggest thing it's just we're we're all women here and we all have this beautiful infradian rhythm inside of us and it's just about time that we yeah finally used it there are so many books and resources out there now that you can learn by yourself and if you wanted to delve more into this topic I'll list a few now but I say this a lot there's nothing more liberating than self-education and just really asking the questions and not taking everything in as a fact. I, I think on social media, you can get a bit carried away, maybe with influences or things, people that have worked well with them and you try and copy it like a, like a diet plan like maybe if you go keto and it worked really well for someone and then you try it yourself and you feel crap and then sometimes you think they're a liar or that's fake it's just like no 
they're not lying it, it worked well for them but you need to find what works well for you and have all the tools in your toolbox to be able to make that decision so I'll list some books now and I'll leave them in the show notes below if you wanted to delve more into your cycle and anything to do with your cycle, really, these are my favorite, favorite books in my whole entire world. I reread them constantly because there's always some new information in there that I haven't read before. Obviously, the first one, if you follow me on Instagram, I talk about this book like it's my Bible, and that is In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti. She just... In one book, she sums up my whole entire existence, like things that I was missing in my life. I remember when I read this book, one, I was angry because I was like, how do I have a female body? And I have had a female body and I don't know this. And then two, I was really glad to finally find this. It was like coming home, reading her book. Period Power by Maisie Hill. I love her viewpoint on how she, she's quite funny actually in how she explains it. She's quite simple direct but has a bit of a lyrical sense of writing I really liked her it's not as textbooky as the others the optimized woman by Miranda Gray that's really good for productivity if you wanted to learn more about your daily shifts and how you might change daily sort of like what I just touched on now but she goes obviously is the whole book around it so that's very that book is great for productivity the Woman Code by Alyssa Vitti again, uh, that was made, I think, about a decade before she released In the Flow. So In the Flow, which is like more of an extended version. And then Period Repair Manual, uh, Lara Bryden read that book. And she is basically like a textbook for anything to do with contraception, anything to do with your reproductive organs, pretty much. And I, hers is quite literal. Like she explains it really well, but there's not a like a theatrical component to it. It's pretty much just like a textbook. So it just depends what you want. Um, there's so many other books. I will be here for days if I list them all. So I'll leave them down in the show notes below if you wanted to learn more. But I'm going to leave this episode here right now. I really hope you have enjoyed today's episode. I feel like this... I have really changed the way that I use my work month, my work week, and how I plan my whole entire life around this cycle. And honestly, I have never been so happy because I finally feel like I understand myself. And if you feel like you feel a little bit lost or confused and like, so many health things, I feel like everyone's a health expert at the moment and you can feel a bit lost. Remember this, no one knows you as you know you, not even your doctor. So I want you to really question things, question what your doctor tells you, what you think is right, what people tell you to do. And I want you to do an experiment on yourself because you're not going to die from eating too many vegetables or fruit and water. Like really test what works well for you. Yeah, and I guess it's, there's nothing as liberating as that. So I really hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. I will... Uh, do more on these because it's my most favorite topic in the whole entire world and I love to talk about it so if you really have enjoyed it let me know but I will see you next time thank you so much for listening to today's episode I would love to hear your key takeaways so please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and don't forget to share this episode on social media and tag me at Carly Jade. Now go out and find your feminine.